but when we think about when we think about the word perfect man that scares a lot of people off you know when we think about being perfect in, in god and and perfect in christ you know what i'm saying ain't nobody perfect name everybody have sin and so what what i'm what i'm getting at tonight is when do we move away from the excuses to really once again to live in a transformation man and we want to dive into this word if that's okay pastor man let's <laughs> get it uh, um for me man perfection can only be found one place okay right and we are already we got to establish that our lives are hid in christ mm -hmm. christ is perfect okay i'm glad you so went our perfection comes through jesus christ not ourselves come on man you know oh I mean? i'm glad you went there because man we gonna hit two things and so when we get started man before we we, we already we already started job <laughs> We already started. <laughs> so perfect is having all, uh, according to the dictionary, perfect is having all the required or desirable elements, qualities, or characteristics. So with what you just said, the word of God in Genesis said that we've been created in the image of God. So we have been created perfect. Perfect. In his image, in his, his image. image describes us. So we have what we need to walk in perfection. Come on. Also, perfect also means absolute and complete. So this is to tear down the, the stronghold that has some people mentality that says, I can't be perfect because I'm, I, I'm not. So perfect also means to be complete. So I want us to understand and know that we are complete in Christ. Christ. I was created perfectly. Now I've been completed in Christ. Also, the def a definition is to make something completely free from faults or defects. My faults have been hidden where? In Christ. In Christ. So, so does this help anybody? To understand that, okay, man, man, perfect ain't as far off as I thought it was. You know, they got a scripture that says, be ye perfect, yet I am perfect. Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. as your father in heaven is yeah. perfect. Yeah. And so some people take it as saying that means that we can be perfect. Mm -hmm. We have to strive for it. Yeah. And the stuff that we do, we do it because we didn't practice so much of doing wrong than mm -hmm. more of doing right. And so another thing is this here, if I can help, if I can help, if I can help. When we begin to read, because there are multiple terms or multiple um, definitions when used in scripture in regards to one word. So be ye perfect. Christ was complete in God. So you be you complete in God as I'm complete. And so the word says, let this mind that was also in Christ Jesus beware, also in you. So in order for me to walk in this type of perfection, that means my mind has to be in alignment with the mind that Christ had to be in the complete. Is this making sense? And so it's a, it's a work. And so let's, let's get into the screen. You have something? Yeah, let me say this right. Um, each individual is uniquely, fearfully, and wonderfully made. When God made you, he made you perfect. Yeah. In Complete. spite of the things that you were going to encounter, he sealed you and deemed us to be perfect because he made us after his image and his likeness. So when, when he made us, he made us perfect. Come on, man. He, he made us perfect, right? Right. Anybody have anything before we dive in a little deeper? Y'all want to go a little deeper? Sister Frank, can we go a little deeper? Amen, amen. We want to dive into the book of Hebrew. Hebrews. Come Who on. Who made the coffee? Because the Bible say Hebrews. <laughs> I don't know, but I sure need some. It's yeah. something in there. Get Pops a cup of coffee. I got you, son. Hey, look, don't lie. I told my mom one time. I said, man, you just had me to make me do stuff. <laughs> she said, God dog on right. Now she go do perfect. what I told you. Know. <laughs> she hit you with the perfection. Yo, man. So we're going to start in, 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 in verse one. Come on. 
but we are going to hinge. We're going to hinge on a particular Hebrews 10 and 1. Hebrews 10 and 1. And when you have it, just say, I got it. Y'all ready? 10 and 1. Okay, so the word of God says that the law is only a shadow of the good things that are coming, not the realities themselves. For this reason, it can never, by the same sacrifices repeated endlessly year after year, make perfect those who draw near to worship. Otherwise, would they not have stopped being offered? For the worshipers would have been cleansed once for all and would no longer have felt guilty for their sins. But those sacrifices are an annual reminder of sins. It is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. Come on. With burnt offerings and sin offerings, you were not pleased. Then I said, here I am. It is written about me in the scroll. I have come to do your will, my God. Simply put right there, just in that man, he's saying, look here, bro, that what they was offering for sin, he say, look, bro, that was just to remind you that you were sinful. Come that on. did not cleanse you from your sins. And so the same way with those commandments, people really thought that if I just keep these particular commandments, I'm good in the sight of God. And God say, you're missing it because the commandments were only set in place to give us a guide. To show us how how we were how we were supposed to live, or how we were supposed to be, or how we were created to operate in God, how we need to live. So going on in verse eight, he says, first he said, sacrifices and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings, you did not desire, nor will you please with them. Why? Because man, I did this, and then I'm right back at doing it again. All right. And so he says, then he said, here I am. I have come to do your will. He sets aside the first to establish the second. And by that, by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. So what Christ has done, Christ has done it to set us free. All right. Verse 11 says, day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties again and again. He offers the same sacrifice, which can never take away sins. So right here, what's attempting to happen is <laughs> the author is trying to pull us out of the, the mediocrity or the same religious things. You feel me? I can do what I want to do. All I got to do is repent. You feel me? So going on, he says this, he says in verse 12, but when this priest had offered for all, when this priest, he's talking about who? Christ. When this priest had offered for all time, one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. We are hanging out at the 14th block for by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Oh, my Jesus. I feel some type of way. Um, boy, that covered a lot. It covered a lot, man. It covered because, a lot. See, listen, because the law was put in place to make sin appear exceedingly sinful. So the law could never bring us to a place of perfection because the law wasn't designed for that the law was designed to produce what it did and that is to prove to us that we needed god yeah i look at it like this sometime man i look at the law like man it was designed to scare you straight come on like the law tell us don't run a red light because if you run it something can happen yeah you breaking the law you you can cause an accident. Somebody can die. You can get locked up for life. Go ahead, Pastor. So, so he, he, here's what a problem come in a lot, a lot of times, right? A lot of people say, um, "Well, you can't serve God without keeping the law," and and here's the problem with this, right? You can't have a law and Jesus and grace at the same time. You can't operate in both of them at the same time. If you're gonna operate under the law, then you telling God, "I don't want the sacrifice." 
from Jesus. Come on. So I'm you saying I got enough in me to fulfill these laws by myself. Mm, I don't need this other. I, I don't need the help of Jesus. Mm -hmm. What people want them, what people have ran it down to me like this. Well, we we do the law, but then when we sin, we 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 we, we rely on grace. Come on, you man. can't do the law that's, on grace. That's fake, though, bro. I mean, for me, that's that's not even keeping it a buck. Now, see, here here's the coldest part about grace. Once we accept Jesus Christ by us by us living in the law of love. When we walk in it, we don't break none of the law anyway. We don't have a desire because to. we don't have a desire to. Can anybody attest to that? So it's like, how many of us? How many? How many of us? Those watching, those who are here, how many of us like on a daily basis? You you just look for opportunities to break the law. Nobody. Huh? Nobody, right? Nobody here. I pray nobody watching, right? So this is what the Spirit of God has done for us through the grace of Christ Jesus. The, he's activated the law that's been written on the tablet of our heart, on our heart, right? And so Pastor the Word says, for by one sacrifice he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy, right? Uh -huh. And so made perfect. This, see, it, this particular verse on Lady Toya, it talks about two things. It talks about justification and sanctification come on anybody want to tap in on that what's justification okay all exonerated or forgiven for 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 transgressions right so 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 justified so so made when he says made perfect here he's saying that you've been justified uh-huh you've been forgiven when he'll been forgiven much he <laughs> that is forgiving much loving much come on you have to love much come on. because think about some of the stuff that you know you should have been caught up in like man so for somebody to do something to you that you done did to somebody else you supposed to be uh ready to forgive them you know what i'm saying like look bro i forgive you go ahead pastor when we was talking last night if you abide in my word and my word abiding you mm -hmm. and so now we're hitting hence the point now to where now we find out the importance of the word abiding in you because what happens is because we don't know the word the devil will talk with our mind yeah you can't be perfect you constantly making mistakes there's nothing good about you no no way you perfect mm -hmm. and we walk around seeing it man i'm just not perfect i'm just not perfect and when every time we mess up i'm just not perfect but let me tell you something about the blood of jesus come on man the blood of jesus is so cold-blooded that when you literally repent for real You've been back perfect. It's like nothing you like you never did nothing because once he threw it up under that blood and it's covered in that blood, God don't even see it no more. It's like you never did nothing at all. Come on, man, talk right? about it. And, and and the problem is, right? God be done let God don't see it. But here we go. We got a thing that's called a conscious. Mm -hmm. We got a thing that's called a conscious. That's why God wouldn't let us get to the tree of life. Because he knew that our conscience will forever convict us. Hmm. Right? So the things that we convicted ourselves of, we a lot of us have already been freed from it. But we steady beating our own self up. Uh, this right here hanging, this right here hanging. But if the blood of Jesus done covered it, why you steady calling yourself not perfect? Come on. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. If we've been covered in the blood of Jesus, with the blood of Jesus... His blood makes us complete. Everything that we needed done, mm -hmm. the blood of Jesus did it. Did it, did it. And so that means, that means that the blood of Jesus has justified us. Yes. Has caused a forgiveness of sin to be forgiven. But what happens, I'm going to ask y'all this here. What happens if I keep practicing sin? I've been, we've been forgiven of sin, but what happens if I keep practicing sin? You get comfortable. And so let me ask you this. Here. I ask you too, Pastor. The scripture says that uh, 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 what sacrifice is left for you if you keep committing sin? Ain't no more sacrifices left. Because the scripture says uh, 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 for by one sacrifice. So what are you saying, Jay? This is what all I'm saying is this. Here. We need to understand when we talk about being perfect, we need to look at it from, from the aesthetic or the place of being complete. Being complete, not being flawless. All right. So when we look at it from a place of being complete, 
Now, see, 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 now, see, what's about to take place or what's attempting to take place is this here. God is trying to move us from one place to another place, which is called growth. Some of us, we are having growth challenges because we get stuck in a place that wasn't designed for us to be stuck in. So now what we're saying is, is and I believe the spirit is declaring right now that stop looking at perfect from the sense of being flawless, but look at it from the sense of being complete because what Christ has done for you, he has made you complete. I've been made complete. I've been, and this is what a lot of people are not understanding. So I will use the fact that I'm not perfect as a go-to card to keep falling short. Hey. Hey, the Bible said that person run a perfect course that you may be mature, complete, lacking nothing. Mature, complete, lacking nothing. And now if we operating in the patience of God, and this is that it's going to cause us to be mature, complete, and lacking nothing, don't that sound like that's perfect? Yeah. If we mature, complete, and lacking nothing, that means everything we need, we got it, and everything that we ever going to be, once we realize we it. Mm-hmm. So many people waiting to become, and you don't have to wait to become. You were born it. Yeah. He says, before, be told Jeremiah this way. He says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, watch this, I knew you. Me and you had a relationship before I placed you in the belly. Mm-hmm. We, we had something going. I ordained you before you got in the belly. You were a prophet before you even touched the womb. I sent you there for that particular reason. You, you see what I'm saying? So when he came, he came with the perfect thing that God God made him. He was perfectly the way God made him. However, God sent you here. He sent you here in the perfection to fulfill what he gave you to do. And everything that he gave that he called you to do, the anointing to do it is already on the inside of us. We just got to tap into it. Let me ask you a question. You have so many people now uh, concerned about how they look. Because the social media have gotten everybody saying, if you ain't a size this, you ain't a size that, you know, then people are willing to take the chances of even losing their life to try to have a perfect body. Mm-hmm. What would y'all tell somebody who don't have the body that they desire but want to still take that chance on losing their life? How do you tell them, hey, that you're already perfectly made? What would you tell them? Hey, I'm going to tell you this. The Bible says you fearfully or wonderfully made. Now, here's the deal. If you have a problem with your body, whatever you choose to do to it, I'm not going to argue with you about doing it. I'll give you a warning and tell you, listen, man, it's different ways to do it. You know what I mean? Bigger don't mean better. You don't, don't buy into the way society has told you you have to look. The problem with us is just right here, right? Be ye not conformed to this mm-hmm. world. We conform. Anytime you see a lot of people getting added in this and that, and we're, that's conforming. Mm-hmm. I got to look like the world system. I want to operate like the world system. Do it the world way. But but one thing I can tell you this is that the Bible says it like this here, and this right here going to bless you. He says that everything is beautiful in its time. Mm-hmm. Only thing you have to do is if you if you allow yourself, if you start working out mm-hmm. and you start doing the necessary steps that you need to take to do, you don't need to go under the knife. Mm-hmm. And it may take more time, but everything is beautiful in its time. It's time. Come on. That, and I, I agree. Go ahead. I can also say this too because being of the younger generation, uh, you can see everything on Instagram. Scroll on Instagram. First thing I see is you feel me, uh, uh, a woman can't take a picture with her face forward no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I and I say and I say stuff like this. I'm like I'm like man, uh, if we being real, I, I tell this. This is what I, this is what I get to to uh, to the to women doing that. I'm like man, if we if we being real about it, we all know we're here. So everybody can everybody can do the same stuff. It's mm-hmm. just all about how you do it, how you present yourself with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what people don't realize. Everybody everybody if we all here because you feel me, we human. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody got their own vision, their own goal, but it's the the steps you take to get to it. You gonna compromise your, you gonna compromise your morale. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's basically that's that's why I say, man, walking, walking, and God is just basically, basically basic morale, man. 
Come on. Come on. And that's actually what um that's actually what this particular word on um, term or definition of perfection is talking about through justified is activating the moral sense. Uh-huh. Uh, that's good. That's good. I'm, I'm learning just from, you know, from the scripture is that people don't want to be original no more. Everybody wants to be a copy. Mm, nobody wants to be the first to do something and nobody wants to be the last to do it. Come on. Everybody wants to be a copy of somebody else instead of being a original on their own. Thank you. You know, that's why you see people, you know, it's like if you ain't got this, it's almost showing like this is not a sign of success. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, you see one person with jewelry, you will spend your whole check you know, trying to get something that somebody can easily take off your neck. Not even no, for you. Y'all know what? One day I'm going to get a chance to preach a sermon and it's going to be on. You are only as good as the name you come in. Hmm. Hmm. So if I'm coming looking, nagging like you, I'm only as good as you. Oh, come on, man. And I don't know what you have been through in your life, what level you on, but if I'm mimicking you, I'm only as good as you. Hmm. Right? And so this is the problem when we start mimicking the world. When we start mimicking the world as Christians, we lose our power because we only as good as the world's standards. Big facts. Right? So this is why you hear Paul. Paul always would say, Paul, the bond servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, an apostle by the will of God. And he, he letting you know I'm coming in his name. I'm an ambassador. We hit that last night. So if I show up in the ambassadorship, if that's a word, can I use that word as a word? Come on. If I show up in that ambassadorship and I'm coming in the name of Jesus, then I'm as good as his name. The problem is we don't left the name of Jesus, and I'm going to say it out loud. We coming in the name of everybody but Jesus. We, what, what you, I, I'm coming in the name of the Potter's House. I'm coming in the name of Lakewood. I'm coming in the name of this. I'm coming in the name of that. And you wonder why you're not being effective. Hmm. I'm not saying that Lakewood not anointing. I'm not saying that Potter's House not anointing. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying the greatest level of anointing that you can ever walk in is to come in the name of Jesus. Come on, man. The only way you can be made perfect is through the name of Jesus. That's it. That's through it. the blood of Jesus. See, as much as I love Jay, he can't perfect me. He can help me stay sharp, but he can't perfect me. Come on, man. Our perfection comes through Jesus Christ. Right, I, and I love it. I believe it's the Bible say that the spirits are just men made perfect. Come on, justified, just men made perfect. That's it, and that's what fourteen is hitting on. He says, "For by one sacrifice he has made perfect." So by one sacrifice he has justified forever. Come on, he has justified you forever. But this is the the the, the, the game changer right here. Because he says, for by one sacrifice, he has justified forever those who are you. That's the question. Who are you? Are, who are you? Are you a part of the those? Who are you? And so now we have to begin to identify who we are. Come on. Z, am, am I one of those who have been justified? Okay, come on. Who in here has been justified? Right? Justified. So you can identify with one of what? One of those. But the word says one of those who are being made holy. You see that? that that's, that's, that's a blessing right there. Because it says right here, right? He made you perfect with his sacrifice. Mm -hmm. But then he says, later on down, you're being made holy. Mm -hmm. Being. I mean, it's a continual thing. Mm -hmm. I can read you what this word here says. Come on. For by one offering, he has perfected forever them that are sanctified. Amen. What does holy mean? Sanctified. What does sanctified mean? Set apart. Set apart. Set apart. We really ain't got no reason to see. So not, but we don't, but we do. <laughs> but look, <laughs> you say we don't, we do. Get Listen, we don't have a reason, but we do see. Yeah. <laughs> but get this in, though. So, so, so sanctified, being set apart. You have been justified, so you could be set apart. But how many of us are really operating in? 
the sanctification of what is taking place. So that means, that means I've been forgiven of sin. I've been made complete. I've been made perfect. But yet I'm still not doing he's calling for me to do but pastor i don't know what he's calling for me to do if you sit down and be quiet long enough if you call on him long enough if you listen more intently so 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 the problem with this is this bro is that i'm waiting for god to tell me this specific thing to go and do and that's not how he coming he leads me on a daily basis so Today, all he could have wanted me to do was to bless somebody with a sandwich. You feel me? But we look for the overall thing when we're not living in the moment. Come on. So we got, in this one verse, we have justified and sanctified. He has justified me that I can be made holy, that I can be sanctified, that I can be set apart. For doing the work of God. So what you mean, man? What you mean? Bro, can you sell me dope and still turn around and give me the shirt off your back? Is that acceptable? Is that no, right? That's not acceptable. See, that's crazy because the court date yesterday because uh, it was a lot of questions about how can you do two things at once. Come on. That's crazy. Come on. So, because, see, I know some people who rock how they rock, but they just as good as gold. Give you whatever. Bro, your actions cancel out your action. You see, you see what I'm saying? So basically, you're not able to receive from them because you know what they're doing and how they obtain what they have and what they got is not right. But then can you... Receive, okay, if they come to give you and you know that that's where it's coming, it's not coming from a good place. But then they come to give you, if they give to you, so are you saying that we not to receive, you can't receive from? I'm not saying that at all. I'm no, not saying that. No, I'm not saying that. Okay, good. Because what, what, I, what I am saying is this, it's the concern factor of, bro, you doing all this good work, but you still missing it. That hurts. That's the hurtful part. But you got the right heart, and you do It's coming from a good place. But how I'm getting it is not, I'm not getting it from a good place, but my heart, I'm still a good person. Well, the Bible says that the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Right. God used the raven, a dirty bird, to feed the prophet. Yeah, he did. He did, and the prophet didn't turn the food down. Come on, what you got? I heard I quoted this today and I asked the church what they gonna do with it but I, I don't I gotta go back and see if anybody responded with a solution but the, the statement was I want to give my life to Christ you know what I'm saying but how I came up all the cats with money was rock rocking that raw up you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and so what I'm saying so what are you saying about about this here Jay this is a good-hearted person bro I'm concerned about your soul bro you feel me? I'm not concerned about what I can get from you. You feel me? Because God can use whoever, whenever, however he choose to, to get his will accomplished. You feel me? So it's hard because, bro, bro. Can we put a punctuation on that good hearted? Come on. Watch this. The reason why I'm going to put a punctuation on good hearted is because the man says, call Jesus good. Why you call me and good? And Jesus said, why you call me good? Ain't nothing good but the father. The father. So when you terminate good, you got to correlate that G-O-O-D and you got to understand what it really saying. Mm -hmm. Good, literally, you talking about God. Mm -hmm. And so to say a person has good heart, Jeremiah says, um, I know your heart is desperate and deceitfully wicked. Mm -hmm. So, so if a man is doing wickedness, then that's what's in his heart. His heart ain't good. Come on, man. If he's selling crack, he he might he might be tender hearted in some areas toward people, 
and kind of, but he don't have a good heart. Because if he had a good heart, it'll make him stop selling crack and killing people. Let me ask me how I know. Because I was hustling out there with that rock, and God asked me personally, how long are you going to keep killing my people? And you know what me and my soul, so, so, super crypt self said? <laughs> God, I didn't know it was your people. Just like Paul said, Lord, who is it that I persecuted? I knew it was God talking to me, but I wasn't even doing the will of God. But yet and still, I still knew it was God. Right? And God was dealing with me with my wicked heart, the wickedness that was in my heart. In my wickedness, no matter how you look at it, no matter how much money you're doing, you poisoning somebody, and some of them people you poisoning belong to the Lord. Come on, man. Huh? With the with the with them drugs. See, it's it's, it's witchcraft. Yeah, pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals. It's it's witchcraft, and what does pharmaceuticals do? It controls. So if you're not being controlled by the spirit, what spirit are you being controlled Control by? Controlled substance, witchcraft, pharmaceutical. So I got, I got this in my hand, and I know you'll do whatever. I'm yeah. using it against you, bro. I used to do it all the time. What you know is going for? Got demon. You see what I'm saying? That's just like drinking. Yeah. So you drink, and then you wind up doing something I don't remember. Yeah. But you remember putting them drinks in. You remember what it was when you were drinking. But yeah, but see, they, they, this is a thing what called blackout. I done done it before. She don't understand it. How can you do all things with crack? Everybody don't do everything for crack. No, it's, we're not saying not, that we no, do. It's, it's not the fact that people do everything for crack. It's the fact that what I'm giving you is impairing your thinking. So right? I'm the Bible says, be sober, be vigilant. For your adversary goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So if I'm selling you crack, I got you off note. You ain't even to take care of your responsibilities. A lot of people on crack don't even take care of their kids no more. I mean, I hear me what I'm saying. It say be, but they say be sober, be vigilant, right? And see, now, 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 let's get into this, right? Anything, anything, anything that alters, anything that alters or controls a person is witchcraft. It can, it don't have to be crack. It can be a Valium. Fentanyl. Yeah, see, any type of drug, sometimes you look for something that's even higher. Say, for instance, you can't get to the cell, but the person say, hey, I got some handlebars. It's still going to give you some of the same effect, but you'll take the cell. So now you're willing to go over doing something else that you really don't really do. You know, and some people want to... He said, I would not. I did not. No, listen, so get it like this, right? Uh um, Anything that alters a person, that out anything, anything, and it's a lot of stuff that these people call legal. Mm -hmm. When you study the word pharmaceutical, when you study it, it tells you it's witchcraft. Right, anything that's created other than what God created in his natural form, witchcraft. Right? Mm -hmm. you, you 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 can't go and pick a peel off a tree. When you run across the coca leaf, it ain't rock. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I had I, when I was seven, there was a young lady that was pregnant. Everybody knew her. We knew that she was a smoker. But even in the, in the sense of being a smoker, you would think that she would at least chill while she's pregnant. Well, here I am. I'm selling. But but knowing that she was pregnant, I, de I developed a heart. No, I'm not going to sell to her. Well, what I didn't sell, somebody else said, well, I'm going to get it. So now, man, this dude fighting because I don't want him selling to her. So whether she's going to get it from him, she's going to get it from somebody. Everybody don't have that strong mindset. You got some people who can smoke and still maintain their whole life. But eventually, what happens when you get the wrong stuff? You go crazy. You know, I had an uncle <laughs> that, you know, that, that was Frank said, you go crazy for a minute. Had, had never smoked crack in his life. The very first time he smoked crack, that was his last time. Mm -hmm. It busted his heart to where everywhere he had a hole at, he, he was bleeding. So he died there. And the people that was with him were smokers. So how is it that you get this one person to smoke who ain't never smoked, but everybody else didn't smoke. 
And so look like they planned on killing him. And so look, the word the word says, for by one sacrifice, one sacrifice he has made perfect. When he says made perfect, you have been justified. What justification does is activates the law. What Christ did is activated the law that has been written on the tablet of your heart. According to Romans uh, uh, 2, 12 through 16. So the law is already written on our heart, but because of sin, we couldn't see. We couldn't see the law. But what Christ did to make us perfect or to justify us, that, that, that's what has taken place. And forever those who are being made holy. So this particular thing, man, is, it's not going to be for everybody. It's only for those who are being made holy, who are being sanctified. Everybody is not being So He died for us all, but everybody has, is not being sanctified. And so this is what, where we're going to come to an end at right here because we're talking about sanctification. Are you being sanctified? Are you being made holy? Are you being set apart for the work of God? Are you, have you, come on, let's be honest, man. How many of us can actually identify that God has put his hands on me and he has set me apart for a particular work? God has put his hands on me and has set my thinking apart from the way I used to think. See, the understanding said he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. He has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. So look here. He has perfected, though. But if you are not being sanctified, then guess what? You that perfection is not for you. So 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 see what you're saying. So I'm asking you this right here, right? How many people know that they done been delivered? Amen. Right? If you've been delivered for something, do you do it again? That's what this is talking about. The thing that he delivered us from, right? The Romans 8 and 1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation mm -hmm. for those who walk, in, walk not after the flesh but in the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. From the law of sin and death. The only thing that can convict you was the law of sin and death. That was the Come only on. thing that could tell you you was not perfect. Yeah. And get this here. Like you said, if you've been delivered from some stuff and you find okay, let's let's be real. Let's let's be look at it like this here. Also, how many of us have been delivered from some stuff? How many of us have found ourselves doing some things that we've been delivered from? Come on. Okay. So what has happened? Okay, they say backslid. What else has happened? According to the word, what has happened? If you've been delivered from some stuff, if you've been forgiven from some stuff, and you find yourself doing that thing again, what has taken place according, other than backslide? According to the word, it says that you crucify Christ all over again. Okay, that's the effects. But something else has taken place, causing you to go back and revisit what you've already been delivered from. It's, it's not the people or the devil. It, it's, it's us. It's us. It's us. We, we, we made a decision. We, we made a decision to come out of Christ. Come on. You look back, you turn. But look here. How about this here? Could it possibly, if you've been delivered from some stuff and you find yourself doing it again, could it possibly mean you are not being sanctified? Whoa, come on. Could it possibly mean you have stopped the sanctification process? Because I was delivered from this thing, that means something has triggered and taken place. So God has literally walking me out of a thing. I'm being an ongoing thing, a reciprocating thing. I'm being sanctified. So if I find myself back in that place, I have stopped the sanctification. Can we talk about the danger of that? Got away from the, the part where it says no. Those, yeah, those. You know what? It's just like having a, a thirty-eight revolver. What is that, brother? His <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Say, man, I know you ain't thinking, man. Come on now. Sad you nice have a thirty-eight, man, and you put one bullet in there. You hear people always playing Russian roulette. Mm -hmm. You make it past that first click, the gun don't go off. But if you keep playing it, eventually. <laughs> That one day you're not gonna be able to go back to where you you actually try to leave from. Man, come on. So why keep taking chances like that? Now, that's what I was gonna talk about. The consequences, the dangers of that is you can go into a reprobate mind. Yeah. 
a reprobate mind. You will, can no longer hear God about that particular area. Yeah. That's what you just got through talking about. Because when that shot go off, it's going to knock them knuckles off. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's going to knock that noggin that off. It's going to knock that noggin off. So if you ain't got nothing to think with, you got a reprobate mind, right? Anytime we keep on playing with certain stuff, what happens is we become mundane to the pool of the Holy Spirit. Come on, man. Talk about we, it. We don't even hear him. Pull. We don't even feel him pool no more. Come on, man. And I'm serious. We can get so caught up when, I, when if, if people go backwards so long and so much and you keep ignoring the Holy Spirit, well, eventually you're going to stop pulling. You put, can... it, put it in plain English for somebody who still... They getting it, but don't really fully understand. What, what, what was just? I mean, what is something that's so simple that you know you can't help but to get it? Now? Something so simple. I'm gonna talk, right? If you, and this is for whom, whomever, if you are in the process of transformation, keep going, keep fighting. Stop remembering how good what had you down felt. Keep going, regardless as to how painful it is to get to this next phase of your life. Keep going. Keep praying. Keep seeking God. Keep doing what's right. Receive that you are perfected forever as long as you are being sanctified. Bruh, sis. God is separating you from what had you held bound. God, you look, you've been forgiven, bro. From this moment forward, bro, everything that you could have did, everything that you that you did do, look, you've been forgiven, bro. The sentence has been lifted off of your life. But the only way to remain with that sentence lifted, you have to continuously be sanctified. You have to continue, bro. If you've come from the dirt, the mud, the murk, the whatever, keep man, bro. You better be like Forrest and keep running. Thank you, Jesus. Way back before I had, when I started first going to church, and I, I had, you know, you, you get that feeling, you know, you know, hey man, I'm saved, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to tell everybody about God. I had a fear. Of doing everything the right way because I seen people get taken advantage of, and it was and it was it was a fear for a long time because it was like, here it is. I, I want to do all the right things. God, I'm going down the right road. But I ain't drinking. Never was no smoker, but I, I, the drinking part was no different than the smoking. I did everything that I needed to do, but it was a fear of what happens when somebody challenges you physically, not spiritually. But physically, trying to trying to take you back somewhere Ooh, where you done, you done got completely away from, and now it's almost like you trying to challenge my manhood. You trying to call me out because you're looking at me now in a totally different way. Like, oh no, he ain't finna fight. He even do that. He into God. The one thing I had to remember: you was a man before you got into God. Protect yourself, but if you can walk away from it, walk away from it. That's what made me. Leave the fear part alone, because I watch so many people get dolled out and they hands up. I ain't gonna do nothing. I ain't gonna do nothing. And the first thing we say, oh, I ain't to that point yet. Well, Paul said it. Mm-hmm. Paul said, "You let people slap you. I'm afraid I ain't reached that point yet." Mm-hmm. That's in Bible. Now, it depends on what day you slap me. Let, let me show you. Let me let me show you talking about Apostle Paul. Let me show you what he realized. Paul says this right here, and people can say, Oh, you live. And I first heard it when I first read it. I'm like, Paul, you tripped out. What you mean you ain't wrong nobody? Mm-hmm. Paul says, I have wronged no man. And I'm looking right immediately when Paul said, I have wronged no man, I went right to Saul. Mm-hmm. Paul ain't wrong no man. I went to Saul. Come on. The old man. And see, this is what's going to be going on with us. You say, well, you ain't perfect. You ain't this. People say you ain't perfect. You ain't this. I remember when 
No, I have wronged no man. Yeah, but you know what? You just now gave a, a clear thing about it is that people don't want to be in the new man. They rather have, still try to have some of that old man in them. And when you really going forth all the way, that old man should be nowhere in the picture. I'm telling you, that's how that's how it was for me. When my homies like, cause I I used to be in the game too. You feel me? It's crazy. Uh, my homies tried to re-recruit me, mm-hmm. and I, I looked them in the face. I was like, Nah, bro, that's not with my heart in no more. They looked at me like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They was like, They was like, Bro, your, your name good in this. Why you don't want to come back? Why you don't? I'm like, Nah, bro. My yeah, but remember the Polaroid camera? Yeah. You know when you take it, they have the flash. Mm-hmm. But when you get it, it's nothing on there. But you see people do this here. That's a, a sign of development. So that's what everything is about. It's about growth. Well, when you first take it, nobody don't see nothing. Come but on. as long as they keep, <clears throat> you keep doing what you're doing, eventually everybody gonna see the picture. And, and that's what God told me. God was like, wow. he like he, that's, what God, that's what God told me. God told me he placed he, he literally placed it right here. He literally placed me right here because think about it like this. If I was if I was still in that and I'm telling people not to do that, they're gonna ignore what I say. Because I'm indulging that myself. You weaken your witness. Exactly. You have no witness. You you are not able to you witness. You said the Bible said don't let your goods be evil spoken of. Yeah. For real. That's that's exactly it. So I can't partake. I can't tell you to stop smoking dope and every time you see me, I'm cheaping. You feel me? So look, on this note, y'all, we're gonna get out of here, man. On these last four minutes, I'm gonna open the floor up if you guys have any input, insights, or questions. But I wanna end and close with this particular thing. According to the word, if you are being, if listen to me, if you are being sanctified, you have been made perfect forever. 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 If you but see, look here. If you are not being sanctified, it don't apply to you. It only applies to those who are being what? Sanctified. Sanctified means what? Set apart. I'm set apart, bro. I'm set apart, bro. I'm 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 set apart. Any input? Come on. Come on. Yeah, whatever temptation. Yeah, whenever temptation is great, there's always a way of escape. That's like I think about like this. Just how, just how we think about. It's crazy. It's crazy because I had to. I had to. That endurance. I used to be cry baby with endurance because every time I went through something, like man, God, what's what's up, man? What's going on? So it's like it's crazy because it taught me. It taught me it's like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta want it just as bad as you want to physically Jesus. reach your goal. Do it. That's like that's why I put on the word that you said. Do whatever you do whatever you can to stay to stay in. Whether you gotta go in the bathroom, listen to your music, whether you go outside, do it, go to the gym, punch your lights out, you feel me, till you just tired. When you go to sleep that night, I'm guaranteed, because I know what it feels like. When you go to sleep that night and you overcame that same thing and you push past it, when it tries to come up again, you're gonna be like, oh man, I can conquer anything. Because I done already conquered it. Because I done already conquered it. I done already did it. That's the same way in growth. You know what I'm saying? We are fearful when it's time to go on to a new thing. But once you embrace it and you do it and you overcome it, that no longer intimidates you. It don't intimidate you no more. It literally don't. Come I on, beat man. the bully up one time. Come on, yeah. Literally. That's what and, and it's crazy because I, I I'm I'm saying it because I know how it feel to be to just go super, super hard and then I fall. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, man, you discouraging. And then and then I, I'll be like, I'm like, Frank is looking like I'm trying to understand his language. <laughs> Look, man, I was on I was on YouTube today, man, 
and I seen um I seen a song by Mo Three, right? And Mo Three got a song called um Can I Vent? Can I Vent? I wanted to hear it. I wanted to hear what he was talking about. So look, 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 I pressed play. And oh my God. And I said, I say, bruh, I say, it's too hard to listen to music nowadays because you got to go through all these codes. And I was like, did we rap in codes like that, bro? <laughs> the other people we do. <laughs> said, did we rap in codes? I'm like, man, you got to go, you got to cycle through so much. But I was reminded of the scriptures because guess what? When you get into this word, you got to literally decode this word. You literally have to go beyond what's on these pages. Let him hear. He who has eyes, let him see. And therefore, you have to allow the spirit. So with listening to that Mo3 song I was listening to, I had one or two options. Let the spirit that wrote that take me in to give me understanding or, or let the spirit that I live by Cause me to continue my sanctification. <laughs> that's it. That's it, y'all. We done. Anybody else had something? Sheila say, uh oh, here we go. <laughs> See, it ain't me. It ain't me. I'm ready to go, Joe. <laughs> Hey, y'all, once again, you've been tuned in to the TKHS, man. Huge salute. Thank you guys so much for rocking and hanging out with us uh, for the end of season three, man. We will see you guys back shortly for season four. Pastor Williams, man, it's been a blessing. Gonna have to have you back on. Huge salutes. Thank you. Peace, love, blessings, and have grease. Wow, sound like the Soul Train line. <laughs>